good, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here. Welcome to this special Sunday morning edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much. This is our Elimination Chamber post-show report for this Sunday morning. Let me get right into it because believe me, I got a lot to get off my chest today about this pay-per-view. And it's aptly named for the title, by the way, Did the Chamber Eliminate the Competition? <laughs> oh, I'll have an answer for that throughout this show. Let's begin with the pregame show. It looks like it came from a studio in Stanford, Connecticut. Not your usual pregame team, though. I don't I don't know these people. I might know, um, oh, I forget his name, the one that was on the right-hand side of the table, uh, Peter Feinberg or somebody like I said, I don't know these people at this pregame tee. There's no Lawler. There's no Booker T there at all. It looked like your generic studio um, pregame show. The mystery of, I, mean, I don't know, it's just pre-programmed. Uh, you get your usual historical promos of each match. Boring. Boring. Who cares? Well... The mystery opponent was revealed. It is Alexa Bliss, unless I missed it. But really, no big deal to me. We all knew Alexa was going to come back anyway. So nice job, though, to be trying to do that mystery opponent thing once again. That's a big failure from me, brother. That's for sure. Like I said, we already knew Alexa was going to come back sooner or later. Uh, Natalia did a promo live from Saudi Arabia in the back. She predicted Liv Morgan to win the Elimination Chamber match and hates Rhea Ripley for calling herself Iron Woman. Uh, whatever. We might be seeing those two in a, like a mini feud that would last about, what, two, three weeks on SmackDown? Really? Never mind. Anyway, the first official match of the night happened on the pregame show as The Miz defeated or excuse me, Rey Mysterio defeated The Miz in 9 minutes and 18 seconds. It was an okay match as far as I'm concerned. Not something to write home about, but the win goes to the Mysterios. So that was it for the pregame show. Like I said, it was completely boring. An okay match with Miz versus Mysterio. So as we go right into the pay-per-view right now, the opening of the Elimination Chamber match, the focus was on the road to WrestleMania. Really? Okay, we know what it is. We know what the rules are. We know we're on the road to WrestleMania. You're kind of overhyping it a little bit, aren't you? Then the second match of the evening, once again, Creative just screws it up each and every time. It was Goldberg versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Are you serious, creative? Are you serious? This should be semi-main event before the Elimination Chamber matches. Really? Can't you book a car correctly? Oh, my God. Seriously? You screwed up again. Now, as Roman Reigns was making his way down the aisle, Corey Graves compares Roman's reign to Tom Brady. Really? Who cares about Tom Brady? I sure don't care about Tom Brady. Tom Brady probably get in the ring with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns would kill him. I don't care about Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady, I don't care. Please. But there, and it's an interesting fact by Michael Cole. He said only 
Bruno San Martino, Pedro Morales, Bob Backlund, and Hulk Hogan had longer reigns than Roman Reigns. Well, the thing is, though, Michael, it was in a different era against quality opponents, and they could easily beat Roman. Hell, Bruno would beat him in Madison Square Garden in 10 minutes. Not to disrespect Roman, of course, being the head of the table, the tribal chief, but if Bruno was in his prime, he would defeat Roman Reigns in 10, 15 minutes in Madison Square Garden. Like I said, it's a different era, different set of opponents. It became more meaningful for their longer reigns. At the end of the day, Roman Reigns won it in six minutes with the guillotine choke submission. Just a dominant win by Roman. Very impressed by his win. Goldberg, his usual hits, spear, try for the... um, Try for the jackhammer, didn't work. Roman Reigns, all he had to do is put the guillotine choke on him, and Goldberg went out like a light. Thanks for coming, Bill. We'll see you next time. But Roman Reigns looks impressive on his road to WrestleMania. Okay, let's talk about the WrestleMania promo, which was next. Stupid. Too many adjectives. It's stupendous. It's awesome. We know, we know WrestleMania is awesome. That's why we devoted an entire weekend to it. You don't need to rehype it so much with all these adjectives, all these action words. Good God, we already know it's coming in six weeks, folks. Six weeks. We know it's coming. You don't need to remind us each and every time. It's stupendous. It's stupendous. We know already. Yeah, I'm getting warmed up, folks, because the second mat, because after that was the Elimination Chamber promo for the main event. Again, they did it during the pregame show. Now they do it here. Why? Why? We again, we already seen it. We know the rules of the match. Get over it. We know we're not stupid. We're not dumb. We know what's going on. Stop with the overbearing of the Elimination Chamber. These are the rules. It's dangerous. We know that. Stop treating us like we're stupid. Now, Creative does it again, though. Screw up number two. The second match of the evening was the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Why? Why? You could put it as a double main event near the end of the show. Are you serious, Creative? Good God almighty, it should have been booked next to the last match of the night. Creative is just beyond stupid, and they don't give a dang. That's right, they don't give a dang, these Harvard-educated script hack writers. Are you serious, Creative? That should have been semi-main event. Semi-main event. Really, Creative? Give me a break. All right, for the Elimination Chamber, I'm going to list the order of entry and then the order of elimination and the eventual winner. Let's begin with the order of entry. Nikki Ash went first. And she faced Liv Morgan, who came in second. Dewdrop came out of the pod first. She entered third. Then Rhea Ripley entered fourth. Alexa Bliss entered fifth. Bianca Belair, just like in the, um, the gauntlet match on Raw last week, Enter dead last in sixth. The order of elimination goes as follows. Nikki Ash by Rhea Ripley in six minutes, 14 seconds. 
Dewdrop by Liv Morgan in 8 minutes and 50 seconds. That was a surprise. Liv Morgan by Alexa Bliss in 12 minutes. Rhea Ripley by Bianca Belair, Belair in 12 minutes, 36 seconds. And Alexa Bliss by Bianca Belair in 15 minutes, 36 seconds, which means that Bianca Belair wins the Women's Elimination Chamber match in 15 minutes, 36 seconds. She will now challenge Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship at Russell, or whoever is the Women's Championship. More about the Raw Women's title in, in a few moments. But Bianca Belair will be the challenger entering the WrestleMania matchup for the Raw Women's title. Some thoughts about this. You notice in the pod, Alexa Bliss had a swing in it. Are you serious? Really? Really? Is this a, another cute idea by creative? No one else had a swing in it. Alexa has a swing in it. Isn't that stupid? Really creative? That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Seriously? You need to get your head out of your rear ends and start booking with common sense. Ah, oh, swing in a pod. Really? Come on. Like I said, Dewdrop getting eliminated early in this bout was surprising enough. I thought she'd be one of the last two or three left in the Women's Elimination Chamber match. And we could say it right now, I hate to say this, Nikki Ash and Liv Morgan are now out of contention for the Raw Women's Championship. And you can bet they're going to be back down in the mid-cards beginning um, next week on Raw. And uh, with Bianca Belair's win, it'll be interesting to see if Belair can headline WrestleMania two years in a row. That will be the real test for Bianca Belair against whoever was the Raw Women's Champion, which we'll talk about later in the show. Right now, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, more of my thoughts on the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view right after this. Timeout. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul Nitro Skyvers. Released today on www.youtube.com slash Paul Skyvers. New episodes of From the Mind of the Nitro and Nitro Memories. First, on From the Mind of the Nitro, we will look at the road to WrestleMania. What to look for? What are the potholes? I'll tell you all about it on the road to WrestleMania. And then on Nitro Memories, we look back at May 1987. Ric Flair battled the Garvins. The fallout from WrestleMania continues as Hulk Hogan now battles the king of the World Wrestling Federation, Harley Race, and so much more. Check it out today, www.youtube.com slash Paul Skivers. Watch it today. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skivers for Anchor.fm. For you great NASCAR fans, today's a big day, the Daytona 500. And if you want to get the inside scoop on the Daytona 500, we have it for you right here at Anchor.fm. Plenty of NASCAR podcasts by the fans themselves, and they're pretty creative. And speaking of which, if you feel creative to create your own podcast, then come here to Anchor.fm. It's free. It's easy. You can make money off of it. And it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and other streaming services. Come aboard today. Start your engines. 
Anchor.fm. Hello, good everybody. Welcome back to this edition, special Sunday morning edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us as we continue our look back at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view that occurred yesterday afternoon. The third match tonight was Rowdy, Ronda Rousey, teaming with Naomi to take on Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Now, there was a stipulation in the match where Ronda Rousey would have to compete with one arm tied behind her back. This is the stupidest move of 2022. Really? That was such idiotic move by creative. Oh, yeah, in a tag match, let's tie one arm behind her back. Really? Doesn't that look stupid to you? Give me a break. I mean, come on. This is a lack of creativity by the creative department. Unbelievable. They just keep making mistake after mistake, and you'll see it throughout the entire pay-per-view. Creative, give me a break. Idiotic move by them. Stupidest stipulation of 2022 as far as I'm concerned. Now, Sonya Deville comes out there in a sling. She's still in a sling. Really? Why is she competing in the first place if she has such a hurt arm, but yet she takes her sling off, faking that injury all along? This is an abuse of power. I keep telling WWE officials, you need to fire Sonya Deville. You need to put her back in the ring as a wrestler. She is not an official. Ronda comes out there in the karate gi, same one she wore in the Olympics in 2008 in Beijing. Okay, that's an interesting fact. But why have her have one arm tied behind her back? Still, stupidest move of 2022. Anyway, Ronda Rousey and Naomi pick up the win in 8 minutes and 55 seconds. Not a great match. I'm sorry. Not a great match. Nothing to hype further of Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. We're going to have to wait and see on SmackDown how they're going to continue this story. But not a good match at all as far as I'm concerned. Fourth match of the night was Drew McIntyre taking on Mad Cat Moss in a Falls Count Anywhere match. <clears throat> Excuse me. Drew McIntyre wins the bout in 9 minutes and 5 seconds. Basically, it was just a glorified 2-on-1 handicap match. Why don't you just make it a handicap match? Why? Why? Oh, my God. By the way, a bad landing on Moss with that Alabama slam. Ugh, that was a hard landing. That was a very hard landing. Oh, top of his head. It was an okay match. Drew picks up the win. Yada, yada. We're probably going to see more of Drew taking on now um, Happy Corbin. Oh, God. I wish they would push Drew up to the title contention right about now, but I guess they're going to wait till probably after WrestleMania. After Brock versus Roman, because it's already been announced. And I'll have more about that in a moment here on this show. And that was Drew McIntyre picking up the win in nine minutes and five seconds. We're going to take another time out here when we come back. More of our Elimination Chamber post-game show in a moment, right here on Saturday Evenings with the Nitro on this Sunday morning. 
Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers coming up uh, today, actually, on Sunday mornings with the Nitro. Cody Rhodes has left AEW. Find out the ramifications of that in my mind. And will AEW be able to move on without Cody Rhodes? Find out my opinion about that today on Sunday mornings with the Nitro. And don't forget, March 1st to the 31st, the Road to WrestleMania series comes back a fresh new column every day throughout the month of March to get you ready for WrestleMania. www.wordpress.com slash The Daily Chin Locket. Sunday mornings with the Nitro. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skyrus for Anchor.fm, and we are indeed on the road to WrestleMania. And folks, there's plenty of good pro wrestling spot, uh, pro wrestling podcasts like myself with Saturday evenings with the Nitro, as well as many other great pro wrestling podcasts here at Anchor.fm. And if you want to get in on the fun by creating your own podcast about any subject, come on in. It's free. It's easy. You can make money off of it, and it streams on all services: Spotify, Google. Apple, and other podcast outlets. Come aboard and join us on the road to WrestleMania here on Anchor.fm. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro on a Sunday morning. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here. Thanks for so much for joining us as we look back at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view from yesterday afternoon. The fifth match of the night was for the Raw Women's Championship as big-time backs. Becky Lynch took on Lita. Becky Lynch won the match in 12 minutes and 17 seconds. Now, you notice Becky Lynch's latest jacket that she wore. At least she came prepared to wrestle today. She has a jacket with goats, stuffed animal goats sewn on her jacket and goat ridding on the back of it. Really? It looks tacky. It looks ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I'm the goat. I'm the goat. Nah. Oh, dear God. Will you put on a regular jacket like everyone else? Well, at least you came dressed to wrestle today. That's for sure. Ugh. Anyway, Lita looked very good in the match, by the way. Very prepared. Uh, Lynch, by the way, lucky to keep that championship because I thought on several different occasions... Lita had her beat. I'm telling you, Lita thought, well, I thought she was going to become women's champion. But Becky Lynch, so lucky to keep that title. And it was a good match. Mad props and proper respect to Lita. Great match. Well prepared. She has nothing to be ashamed of. Great effort by Lita. Now it looks like it will be Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Will it be a headlining match? I hope so. I think Bianca Belair can bring it. Let's see what they could do as far as storyline-wise, getting them ready for WrestleMania. We'll just have to see what happens with that one. But Becky Lynch remains Raw, the Raw Women's Champion in 12 minutes, 17 seconds over Lita. Then they did a promo where The Undertaker was announced as the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2022, and on behalf of everyone here at Saturday Evenings with the Nitro and Anchor.fm, 
we would like to congratulate The Undertaker on his induction into the WWE Hall of Fame. Certainly well worth it as far as I'm concerned. Very much well worth it. Next up, the sixth match of the night was the Viking Raiders taking on the Usos. This should have been booked third match of the night. Well, it don't matter. It ended up being a no contest as the uh, Usos jumped the Raiders before the match and they suplexed Ivar on top of his tag team partner on the floor. And the referees were, uh-uh, you can't compete. You're injured. You're hurt. The Raiders cannot compete after the attack. So a complete waste of time. Why? 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 Is this a throwaway match or something? Good God Almighty. You know what? I'm done with that. We're going to take one more time out here. When we come back, it's the main event of the evening. And believe me, I got plenty to say about it. Coming up on this special Sunday morning edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here. And coming real soon, I have a major announcement that's going to be coming real soon. I'm real excited about it. And it involves all my projects all rolled up into one. Well, I won't let the cat out of the bag. But trust me, it is coming real soon. Stay tuned to my podcast, Saturday Evenings with the Nitro, in the very near future for this announcement. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skybers for Anchor.fm. Today, it's the Daytona 500. Rev your engines up with Anchor.fm. We got plenty of NASCAR uh, podcasts here at Anchor.fm run run by you, the fans. And speaking of which, come and join the fun. Create your own podcast. It's free. It's easy. You can make money off of it. And it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and other streaming services. Drive up your engines and let's race with Anchor.fm. Hmm. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul Nitro Skyers. Welcome back to this special Sunday morning edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. It is time for the main event of the Elimination Chamber as we look back on that pay-per-view event from yesterday afternoon. It is the main event, the Men's Elimination Chamber match for the WWE World Heavyweight title. Let's take a look at the order of entry and the order of elimination. Uh, Austin Theory entered first. Seth Rollins entered second. Riddle entered third. AJ Styles entered fourth. Bobby Lashley entered fifth. And Brock Lesnar officially entered dead last in sixth. The order of elimination goes as follows. Seth Rollins by Brock Lesnar in 9 minutes 58 seconds. Riddle by Brock Lesnar in 10 minutes and 12 seconds. Bobby Lashley officially eliminated by the WWE officials in 10 minutes and 13 seconds. More about that in a moment. AJ Styles by Brock Lesnar in 11 minutes and 8 seconds. And finally, Austin Theory by Brock Lesnar in 14 minutes and 57 seconds. Which means that Brock Lesnar is the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion for the second time 
in 14 minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, let's begin with Bobby Lashley. WWE officials took him out of the match after he suffered a vicious buckle bomb by Seth Rollins by throwing Austin Theory into the pie where Bobby Lashley is. Bobby nailed the back of his head against, uh, I guess, a metal pole or something that Michael Cole described. And because of that, WWE officials took him out of the chamber, exercised the concussion protocol, and Bobby Lashley was officially eliminated. So that meant that the title, we were going to have a new champion. Um, as far as I'm concerned, worst match of the night. Worst match of the night. I mean, give me a break. Why don't you just hand Lesnar the championship? Really? We all we had an inkling that somehow, some way, from what I've been reading, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Gee, I wonder who's gonna win the Elimination Chamber match. I feel bad for Bobby Lashley. That was a bad break for Bobby Lashley. So what happens now? Is Bobby Lashley going to be put in the background? I sure hope not, because that is stupid. That would be a stupid move. He is a prime piece of talent. Oh, my goodness. Well, now we got Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. It's going to probably going to be a title unification match because we need to combine the titles into one. Once again, you know you did that years ago, and it somehow didn't work. Did it? No. Really? I mean, we understood that this was going to happen anyway at WrestleMania because you need to fill 100,000 seats at uh, AT&T Stadium in Dallas for one of the nights of WrestleMania. But really, did you have to telegraph that? I mean, Riddle, Rollins, Styles, Theory, they were all just fodder. Their food for Brock Lesnar to be, to make Brock Lesnar look like a million dollars. Hey, Brock, why don't the WWE officials, why not the buckle bomb not happen? Let Bobby Lashley enter in there first, and then you come in there last and try to beat him. That's real simple. It makes Bobby Lashley look good, and it makes Brock Lesnar look good as well. That would be the simplest thing to do. But no, we can't do that. So now it'll be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in a title unification match at WrestleMania, as far as I'm concerned. Worst match of the night. Mm -mm -mm. Overall, on the pay-per-view, besides Lita versus uh, Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's title and the great effort that Lita put forth, this was absolutely the worst pay-per-view of 2022. Give me a break. The Elimination Chamber match is outdated. It's, it's passe. It's overrated and outdated. They need to get rid of that. It does no good to anybody. It wastes time as far as I'm concerned. This pay-per-view, with the exception of Lita's good performance against Trish Stratus, sucked. It sucked. Creative, you screwed up again. This was the pay-per-view call creative sucks and if you have that going into wrestlemania coming up on april 2nd and 3rd good god almighty i can bet that tony khan of aew is gonna have a big old smile on his face saying <laughs> we do a better pay-per-view than you jerks ever did <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen creative 
Get your Harvard-educated, script-writing hack behind, heads out of your behind, and start doing some work. Really, do some real creative work besides this dumb stuff. Learn how to book a card. Really, worst pay-per-view of 2022. The only exception is Lita doing a great job against Trish Stratus. And with that, that ends this special Sunday morning edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Don't forget, later on today, a very special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. This week in wrestling history, the Daytona 500 edition. It's going to be a lot of fun. Until then, and until next Saturday evening, I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers. Have a great Daytona 500 day, everybody, and I'll see you this Saturday evening on Saturday evenings with the Nitro. So long, everybody. Thank you.